Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, here today with my fellow host, Kim Starks. Good morning, everyone. How's everything going today, Kim? Everything's going great. Well, we have a great show today. Um, We're going to talk about two really interesting topics. We're going to start with probate, which is what happens to your home um, or any home, really, after the owner passes. Um, And we're also going to be talking about something called a 1031 Easy Exchange, um, which is a way that using a tax code to leverage the equity and investors um, that investors created in their property over time, you can defer the capital gains that you might have to pay and then reinvest that money um, into additional investment properties. That is so interesting. You know, it's and- it's one of the things that investors use to really build wealth in an ongoing in an ongoing manner. And it's exactly. not something a lot of people know about. So that's right. Exactly. We thought that would be something super interesting to talk about today. Cool. Um, so how was your uh, and not to interrupt you, but I just want to ask how your weekend was because the weather was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. Um, I did some working and I helped my uh, mom and my aunt empty out my grandparents uh, garage and basement. Nice. So we did a lot of uh, purging and cleaning as we were getting that home ready to go onto the market. And any uh, any any valuable things you want to get us appraised at our Rantiques Roadshow, which we will talk about later? You know what? I have taken home with me two vases that are beautiful. Okay. And I don't know anything about them, so maybe. Um, as well as some 24 karat gold um, kind of engraved or etched uh, china. Oh, nice. So who knows? Maybe that would be a great little Rantique event. Uh, By the way, for everyone out there, what is Rantiques, Kim? Well, back by popular demand. Excellent. I love popular demand. (laughs) Our office at Better Homes and Gardens, Rand Realty, right on Railroad Avenue, will be um, holding a Rantiques roadshow like we did last year. And it is a fundraiser to benefit the Seward Mapes um, House Restoration in Florida on Main Street. Um, And we can talk about it more. And um, it is going to be held on September 16th from 11 to 4. At the office. At the office, yes. And there is no need to register beforehand. But when you come, there will be a table sign in and it would be $5 per item. And there are going to be appraisers from Genac mm-hmm. um, and in, in, Sugarloaf. In, in Sugarloaf, and they'll be, um, you know, appraising your your item um, yeah. and giving you an idea of what it might be worth. And uh, so, if you have that stashed away thing that you think is could be your meal ticket to retirement, bring the, it in. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You never know what is hiding in your basements and your attics. That's right. So go go through go through your your hidey spaces. Bring your goods. Um, donate your five dollars to the restoration project going on in Florida that mm-hmm. uh, we are big supporters of. And um, that's yeah. it. That's that that's a great tie-in. Kim. September sixteenth. September sixteenth from eleven to four p.m. at twenty-five Railroad Avenue in uh, beautiful downtown Warwick at the old train station. I love it. Um, so by the way, as a reminder, this is a call-in show. Did you know that, Kim? Uh, you know, it really is, and I sometimes forget to say that. So why don't you remind everyone? All right, everyone, it is a call-in show. So call in with your questions. Real estate related would be preferable, but you know, we'll field anything. Uh, the number is 
651-641-1110. Did you know you could text us your questions if you're a little nervous about calling in, which you shouldn't be, by the way. No one will recognize your voice. Use a fake name if you're a little nervous. But um, <laughs> Or first name only is fine. That's fine, Kim. <laughs> I think fake name is more fun. Oh, okay. But um, you could text at 845-397-7743. Anything you have. We have the computer up. And uh, provided the screen doesn't go dark, we'll uh, be able to, to check in on that good stuff as well. Great. So I went to, the for the first time, um, well, a couple of things. So for the first time, I did Pennings on Friday night, had their clam and jam. How was that? It was actually very nice. Was the food delicious as food always? It was delicious as always. The, it was very well organized. The music was great. It was a beautiful night, and it was, it was a lot of fun. We are hitting those like perfect early, late summer, early fall feelings. We have that little cold snap going, and I was watching the weather, the weather channel, as I think a lot of us have been lately. But we've got that, like, that dip yep. of the, uh, what, mm-hmm. do, what do they call that, the jet stream? Yes. Yep. And so it's bringing those... Kind of chilly little nights, um, followed by really nice warm afternoons. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's the weather is great. The weather is perfect for home shopping, by the way. Always perfect for home shopping, <laughs> by the way. It's not too hot. It's not raining. And um, it's beautiful. And although I'm not really a winter person, I do love the fall around here. It is absolutely gorgeous. So if you're out there listening and thinking of coming into the area just to be a leaf peeker or an apple picker um, and are interested in, you know, the market and maybe buying a home, stop into our office or give me a call, Kim Starks at 845-258-7290 or or Christine. Right. Or vice versa. If you're thinking that, you know, we have this tourism time of year here, Um, you know, we have people who come up all the time, but in the fall, we have the apple pickers, the pumpkin pickers, the leaf peepers, all that stuff. And if you're thinking, this is the time I should sell my home, you should call me at 845-551-1564. Okay, great. We covered all that good stuff. What else do we have in store today? um, We're going to talk a little bit about the local market. Um, We started doing this last week, going through the different, um, you know, I think we decided it's easier to do it by school district than town. Um, And talking about how many homes came onto the market um, this week, how many homes went under contract this week, and how many homes sold throughout uh, the different uh, districts in the listing area. Very so interesting. We will get to that. And okay. of, as usual, we're going to have Mike Van Mansart, our uh, trusty mortgage friend, call in and give us uh, a little bit of information and insight into what's going on in the, in the mortgage world. Very cool. Yeah. So that being said, you think we should start a little bit of a chit-chat on probate? Sure. All right. So what is probate? Right? That's it's such a weird word. It's a legal term. Um, and something that no one really wants to think about. Exactly. So if you have a home going into probate, it means you're no longer with us. So um, what can we do to make that transition easier for um, you know, the people that we want to leave our assets to? Um, and that's part of what this discussion is about. Right. So, uh, so when you own a home, you can own a home in a couple different ways, right? Um, which maybe you don't know about. When you, when you sign your deed, right, maybe it's you and someone else. So is it your husband or your wife that you're buying a home with? Is it um, your sister or your cousin that you're buying a home with? Is it a friend? Um, de- you know, are you buying it on your own? Depending on how that deed is signed, different things happen. It triggers like a different set of, of things after you pass. So um, the most common thing 
um, that we're going to talk about today, which is actually the easiest, is um, we're married, we have a home, um, my husband passes, and now I have the house, and it comes into my direct ownership. And that's the, that, that where the deed is listed as a... Um, what do they call that? Uh, it's a joint tenant with right of survivorship. That's right. the legal term. Um, and in that case, it's actually considered non-probate property. So it does not have to go through a legal process. Um, the joint tenant immediately assumes the ownership in the deed, um, and everything just moves forward. So that is the easy-peasy um, situation, and only is um, is in a marriage situation. I think that's the only time that that, that you have that joint tenant with rights of survivorship. Um, the other thing that you can have is that, as, I, as we were saying, the joint tenants in common, um, where you have a property that's owned with someone else, but that someone else is not your husband or wife. I mean, in that case, the... Uh, the whole estate has to ends up going into probate. Um, when you're in probate, you have to, you know, there's a, what do they call that? A trustee mm -hmm. or maybe it's an executor. Is that the word I'm looking for? There's an executor of the estate, right? And sometimes that executor is, is identified in the will um, to handle that transaction. Um, and in that transaction, it's only that executor who is the ability to list or sell a home. All right. So mm -hmm. we're going to talk about that a little bit more when we get back, but we're going to take a little bit of break. Um, when you come back with the Real Real Estate Show, we're going to continue talking about probate. We're going to hear Mike Van Mansart talk about mortgage stuff. And you're here with your hosts, Kim and Christine. Stay tuned. This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years, and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Hudson United Mortgage, the number one mortgage company, specializes in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Vanman Smart is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Hudson United Mortgage is a broker and correspondent lender licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, and specializes in residential loans in all three states. There are low down payments for first-time homebuyers, and they'll offer you a $100 gift card just to look at your offer from another lender. To set up an appointment or for more information, go to HudsonMortgage.com. Hudson United Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 152355, is an NY limited liability company and operates with the following licenses. Licensed correspondent mortgage lender by the NJ Department of Banking and Insurance, a registered mortgage broker with the NYS Department of Financial Services. All NY loans are arranged through third-party lenders, not affiliated with Hudson United Bank. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. This is attorney Bob Kruhulik of the law firm Beatty & Kruhulik, the lawyer guy here on WTBQ Radio. 
Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions right here on WTBQ. Hi, this is Mary Ulrich with Cornell Cooperative Extension in Orange County, inviting you to join me and your Orange County farmers on Farm Talk every Wednesday at 12 noon, where you will learn everything agriculture on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. WTBQ. I'm going to make this place your Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, here today with... Kim Starks, and we are both from Better Homes and Gardens, Realty in Warwick. That's right. Uh, today we are talking a little bit about, well, right now we're talking about probate, uh, what happens to your home after, uh, after you pass, and um, kind of a couple little suggestions at the end about how to make that transition as smooth as possible. And since this is The Real Real Estate Show... We felt that this would be a very um, valuable uh, little excerpt on um, on what happens and how to go through the process. Of course, you should contact an attorney, of which we are not. Yes, that is correct. That's good. I like that because I think we need to clarify these things. We are we are experts in real estate. We are not experts in the law. So um, contact your your attorney. You know, if we had an attorney sponsor, we could promote them right now. We really could. So if you're an attorney out there and you'd like to help sponsor our program, um, you know, give us a call. Um, that being said, we do have some wonderful sponsors that I do want to take a minute to mention because they really do make our show awesome. That's great. Right? Go ahead. Sure. So we have Mike Van Mansart from Hudson United, um, and he does wonderful things for you to help you get your home. He that, does. And he'll probably be calling in momentarily. Right. We also have um, Chris Starrett, uh, an agent in our office who supports the show and does such a wonderful um, job working with buyers and sellers um, throughout the county. Um, and she focuses, I think, a lot of her business here in Warwick. Mm-hmm. Yep. We have Carol Rogers and Susan Snyder. They work together on the, the Carol Rogers home selling team. Yep. And um, again, they are two of you know, for a team of realtors, they are so in sync. I love to watch them talk to each other, work together. They're hysterical. <laughs> they really are. Um, so if, we have to get them on the show. I agree. That would be I would, fun. I would like to have them on uh, <laughs> as my guests specifically. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, we also have Rachel Heiss over at uh, the manager at the office at Better Homes and Gardens. She supports our show and we can't thank her enough. Um, if you're thinking that you'd like to be a real estate agent, I know that Rachel would appreciate having the chance to talk to you about all the wonderful opportunities Better Homes and Gardens offers uh, to their agents. That's right. So give her a call at the office, which is 845-986-4848. Right. All right. Very good. So I think, I think that we have Mike right now. We do. Hi, Mike. Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? Good. Thank you. How was your weekend? It was great. How was yours? It was nice out. It was beautiful out. You were working on your house, huh? I was paint, staining the deck. <laughs> That's very, all I did. Very nice. So, so what, yeah, what's up in mortgages? You guys are talking about probate. You guys are talking about what the 1031 exchange as well? Yeah, those, wanna... those are our topics today. All right. Um, as far as the mortgages go, everything is pretty much the same. There's not hasn't been a big swing. Um, there is some big news on that 1% down program that I'm always promoting for you guys and a lot of my clients utilize. Mm-hmm. Um, Freddie Mac, who's one of the biggest servicers of loans in the country, is actually withdrawing from the program. 
So as of October 31st, you will no longer be able to get the 1% down mortgage. Um, one of our lending partners, as well as Fannie Mae, is still going to continue rolling out the program, but it's going to come with different guidelines. So it will still be offered, but through a different servicer, essentially. All right. So for our clients that are working their way through that process, they pretty much have till October 1st to close? October 31st. 30, oh, 31st. All right. Yeah. Halloween. So you got a couple months. Yeah. I have a couple 1% going right now that we're going to close way well before then. So I'm not too worried. But again, the product's not going away. It's just going away. One side of it's going away. That's all. So we'll have different um, restrictions than what Freddie Mac was basically offering at the time. Okay. Well, you're going to keep us in the loop as we get closer to that time. Definitely, yeah. But if you have people on the fence and they want to do that program, the Freddie Mac version of it is a little bit, I don't want to say better, but it allows for less restriction. So it kind of opens the doors for more people, essentially. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. Other than that, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw in the news that the first ever digital mortgage was completed in August. Oh, I did see that. Yes. Everyone... There was no, not one bit of ink that touched paper. It was all done electronically. They signed in with their MacBook, and the notary was, like, in Florida, and I think the people were in Michigan. Wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's come a long way, and I think this is going to be how things are going to be moving forward in the next few years. Um, not so much in New York because we're still a lawyer state, but in other states, Jersey, you know, Connecticut, places like that, you're going to start seeing these digital mortgages coming more and more. And uh Hopefully, you know, less paperwork saves some trees, I guess, the idea. That's well, the goal. <laughs> and I have, fa- I have found just that, you know, we use digital signatures mm-hmm. on a lot of our work, um, and it speeds the process. So, Oh, definitely. If, um, yeah. You know, I mean, we're able to verify assets, income, everything electronically. It seems silly for people to submit me 30 pages of their bank statements when I can send them a quick link and verify it in three seconds, you yeah. know. So it really, it makes everyone's life a lot easier, especially with, you know, we're in the age of technology. I can literally do whatever I need to on my phone and send it to you in three seconds. So That's right. <clears throat> and you're always available. And where can people reach you? <laughs> they can reach me at 845-239-6565. All right. And uh, just, All right. just a quick recap on rates, because I know we say things like, well, they haven't really changed. But if someone wasn't listening last week, they might say, changed from what? So what, <laughs> what, are, what are rates still, hovering around? They're still hovering around four percent um you know if you do a 20 or 15 year the rate's going to be a little less because it's less risk for the bank um fha is always going to be a little less as well but not everyone really needs to go fha it just depends on the client themselves but as a rule of thumb i would just say the average interest rate in the market is four percent or just slightly under there's nothing really you know in the three and a half range unless they are doing a shorter term all right very good thank you mike have a great day thank you all right Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so welcome back. Yeah. I love that. I love that Mike calls in every week. That makes uh, makes me happy. I wish I wish that people would call in to ask Mike questions once in a while. That's right. That's right. He calls in every Monday morning during this show, and it's uh, we call it Mike's Mortgage Minute. Yes. <laughs> um, and if you were going to call into this wonderful station, you would call in at 845-651-1110, and that's WTBQ in Warwick. Very good. All right. So we're talking about probate, which is, um, you know, what happens to your home after you pass? How does how does that process go? Um, and we very briefly spoke about, um, you know, if you have the own the home with something called joint tenant with right of survivorship, which means your spouse, um, there's no need to go through probate. Um, 
But if you own your house with someone else or you own it alone and are passing it down to someone else, um, it has to go through probate. Um, so what does that mean? If there is a will, right? Someone said, hey, you know, someday I'm going to go and I know exactly how I want my stuff to go. And here is all laid out in my will. Um, that will has to go um, through the court. Um, and there is an executor on that will. And that executor has to get something from the court that is called a letter of testamentary. Um, and that letter then uh, goes, you know, to anyone working on that transaction that shows that you have the legal standing to be um, facilitating that transaction. Right. You know what I found that was really interesting that I didn't know? What? Just because you're um, stated to be the executor in a will doesn't mean that you are. That's right. The will itself has to go through, and I wrote it down here somewhere because it was so interesting. Oh, a probate proceeding. Pro um, and, yep. And in that probate proceeding, um, that's when the court will say, yes, you know what? You are qualified to be the executor. Or they can say no, and we're going to assign someone else. Right. I and and this can take several months. Yeah. I had it no can, idea that was a I, thing. I know. I know. You would think that you had everything all lined up and worked out and everything would be perfect, but then no. Yeah. So. So let's, um, let's just say, um, like myself, because I'm a moron, um, I don't have a will. Oh, Christine. I know. I'm going to fix it. I promise. Okay. But, um, and let's just say, you know, coming home today, hit by a car, and that's it. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> Again, the car. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I say crazy things. So now my state has to go, again, through court, and they will assign an executor. Right. Um, and it could be someone I know. It could be someone I don't know. Um, it could be... You know, it's sort of out of my hands at that point in time. But at that point in time, the court will assign someone uh, and give a letter called a letter of administration. Um, and again, that will give that person the right to figure out what to do with my estate. Mm -hmm. All right. So now that we know that there is a letter involved before you can list your house as a real estate agent, Kim. Yes. We should be asking for that letter. We should be. You're right. So that that's on my new checklist. Mm -hmm. Ask for the letter. Ask for the letter. Okay. Exactly. Um and ask if you know for their attorney right you know so yeah. that you can be in contact with their attorney as well um so once you have that letter and again you said before it could take a few months um once that letter is in place then you can go ahead as the executor of the estate um, sell the estate and distribute those assets um, as it's uh, laid out in the will um, also did you know there are you know sometimes you own the home you don't have any other um, liabilities against the estate you sell the house or you know that that person who's willed the home can actually keep the home. They don't have to sell it at that point in time. Right. However, if there are a lot of liabilities against the the deceased person and they have the home that's an asset, it's that sale of that home is used to pay off the pay off the outstanding liabilities, and then the remainder goes to, um, I guess, the heirs of the estate. Right. That's so, right. Um, I. I think that those were the main things, although there is this one other thing that's out there. And what is that? Trusts. Trusts. Yes. So another thing people can do to avoid this whole probate situation, right? Remember we talked earlier about a non-probate estate, like if you're husband and wife, um, is you can set up a trust. Right. And if you set up a trust, they have something called a revocable trust or an irrevocable trust. Um, and a revocable trust is generally the grant, like the grantor of the trust um, the person like who's writing it is usually the trustee, whereas an irrevocable trust, um, the, the trustee is someone other than the grantor who's the owner. Think right. about the owner as the grantor. Right. Um, and so um, the trustee is uh, not a beneficiary, but makes the decisions. Mm -hmm. um, and the trust itself 
may have stipulations written in it about the sale. So again, as a real estate agent, if we're dealing with something that's a trust, we want to make sure we're in contact with the lawyers to make sure that there's nothing in there um, you know, that the, we need to know or that would limit the sale in some way. Right. And just to, um, I had an experience one time and um, I was representing a seller who had told me that, you know, he had all full um, permission to go ahead and, um, and sell the property. Um, and everything was great. And, um, you know, we had been in contact with his attorney who everything was fine. And then uh, probably I would say a couple of months into the, the sale, we, we got an offer, everything was great. And then all of a sudden a long lost uh, sister-in-law called. Really? Yes, really. Withstanding? And it was, it took months, months to, to have it taken care of. So, you know, to have everything all in order, make sure that you know that it's in order um, and that your attorney knows everything because that long lost relative can just come by and say, oh, by the way, you know, your brother left me half of that estate as well. Wow. Yeah. So you have to really be careful. All right. Protect your properties. Well, I think that, uh, you know, th that's our conversation on probate. If you have questions, we're going to go to break. But if you have questions, give a call and we'll answer them right after the break at 845-651-1110. See you in a few minutes. This is Kim Starks, associate broker with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for the past eight years. Although I'm based in Warwick, I service all of Orange County. When you're ready to make a move, you can be sure that my top priority is making your journey in buying or selling a property as smooth and stress-free as possible. For more information, visit KimberlyStarksRealtor.com or call 845-258-7290. Hi, this is Veronica Daugherty, a licensed real estate agent for 12 years with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Although based in Warwick, I also serve Orange, Sullivan, and Ulster counties. My primary goal is to ensure that your home buying or selling experience is successful, meets your needs and desires, and is stress-free. For more information, visit veronicadaugherty.randrealty.com or call 845-544-5807. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Are you looking for your dream home? Then choose the best, where we pride ourselves on making your dreams a reality. Our professional agents really listen to your wants and needs and deliver using the latest technology combined with good old-fashioned service. Visit randrealty.com for more information. This is Michael Newhart, the mayor of the village of Warwick. Please join me and my guests every Thursday at 11 a.m. for Warwick at 150. Discover 150 years of the village's rich history and the spectacular events taking place over the next year on WTBQ. Hi, this is Dominic Kacharath. As New York taxpayers, you pay enough for good government. So why aren't you getting what you pay for? Find out every Tuesday at 11.30 a.m. on Reclaim New York right here on WTBQ. Radio worth listening to. WTBQ weather. 
Mostly sunny skies today, high between 70 and 75. Tonight, fair to partly cloudy, heading into the mid-50s. Look for tomorrow to see more clouds than sunshine, with the highs only near 70. We could see a scattered shower late in the day. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, maybe a light sprinkle or shower will head into the mid-50s. Some moisture will move in on Wednesday with more clouds at times, with a fair amount of sunshine. We do keep a gusty breeze out of the northwest, and temperatures on the cool side, lower 70s. I'm meteorologist Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, with Better Homes and Gardens Grand Realty, here today with our wonderful host, Kim Starks, Associate Broker at Better Homes and Gardens Grand Realty as well. Fabulous. So we just finished up a really interesting conversation regarding probate and what happens to your home after you pass. And, you know, as always, we explain that we are realtors, not um, attorneys. So if you have specific questions regarding your, um, you know, your situation, contact, contact your lawyer and, and ask questions and make sure that you are um, well planned and set up. Right. And then if you do need help with, uh, with selling the property, you can give us a call and you can call me at 845-258-7290. It's Kim Starks or, or Christine. Yep. At 845-551-1564. All right. All right. So the other really exciting thing we're going to talk about today um, is really out there for investors. Um, it's something that I think a lot of people who invest, uh, who have experience investing in real estate understand, but people who are just thinking about be, get like dabbling in investments may not even know is there. So I thought it would be a very interesting few minutes to talk about. Good. Um, so what we are talking about here is something called the 1031 Easy Exchange. Um, and what is that? That's tax code that allows real estate investors to defer paying taxes on capital gains. So if they invest uh, their profits in something that's called a like-kind investment, uh, they, instead of paying the capital gains rate, they can roll those gains over into their next investment and defer it until they sell that next property. Or they can roll it again and again and again. And it's a way that people leverage that growth in their um, in their investment to grow more and bigger right so um what is that what like how does that work what what are the stipulations what do we need to know about i i don't know they call it an easy exchange i don't know is it real easy i have heard that <laughs> it is i'm not going to say complicated but it is it's not as easy as as listing the house writing a little note to the government saying hey i'm doing an easy exchange i'm not paying you right now <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah no that's not going to work correct so let's talk about it um so as i said before it's investment properties only so if you have a second home but it's not an investment property it doesn't count right um if it's your primary residence it doesn't count and if it's international it does not count so it's only for um, your investment properties here in america that's interesting yeah i didn't realize that so if I have an investment property and I want to buy another investment property in uh, China, yep, can't nope. do it? Well, you, can, you can't leverage the capital gains to do it. I see. You'd have to pay your gains and then buy your house in China. Very interesting. Okay. So another thing that's, uh, that's interesting, we kind of talked about it before, like how it's done. You have to use someone called an intermediary, um, or they also call them exchange facilitators, to help with that exchange. Um, and it's someone who holds the funds for you and keeps records of the transaction. Um, and that intermediary cannot be yourself. It cannot be an employee. It cannot be a real estate agent. It can't be your accountant and it can't be a lawyer. 
So who can it be? Um, it, so they have companies of people who do this. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't have to be. I, if I remember correctly, I and mean, it could be their neighbor. It just needs to be someone who's not going to financially benefit in any way. From I it. see. Does that make sense? That does make sense. It's right. interesting. Yep. So here's another thing about the exchange. From the time you sell your property, that um, you know your income property, to the time you have to buy your next set of income properties, it's a tight time frame. It really is. It's like a swap. It's it is. So you have six months, and that's to be closed. Right. So um, one of the things that people suggest strongly is before you sell your income property, already have multiple properties identified for what you would like to buy next. This way, if, if one falls, you can move quickly to the next or quickly to the next because you need that transaction has to move and be closed in six months. Otherwise, you have to pay those capital gains. Yes, that's, that's something definitely to keep in mind. So um, I feel like I gave a little example here. Um, let's see. So why are we going to do this? So it gives the investor the ability to use their profits to continue growing and investing. If the investor never sells the new property or ne never does another exchange, those capital gains are never paid because they've been rolled over and they're, they're sitting there and they're building equity and you haven't sold. So you're not putting that in your pocket. And those gains just live out their life in that new property. Or if the property is eventually sold and the capital gains are paid, the way to think about it is for all that time, it was like borrowing money at 0% interest for the duration of the ownership, right? So you get to leverage that money um, in a way that you don't, you're not paying for that money. That's, that's very beneficial. Yes. So it gives you that ability to roll over profits without paying taxes and allows you to expand that, that real estate portfolio. So let's, put, let's give a real everyday example, okay? Let's just say you sold an investment property and had $50,000 of profits at the end. So you bought it at 250, you sold it at 300, you've got $50,000 that you're supposed to now declare as income on your uh, taxes this year. Um, in New York, you can owe, if you're in the upper tax bracket, up to 31.5% in capital gains. That's amazing. Yeah, so on that $50,000, you would owe $15,750. That's crazy. Think about what you could do with that money. And that's where the exchange comes in. Right, so you're, you can take that and reinvest it. Right. So in, in, in real practical dollars, let's just say you had that $50,000 in equity and you went to go buy your next place. If you use the exchange, usually in, in, in income properties, you have to put 25% down. Right. Right. There's no mm -hmm. like 6% down. Exactly. Uh, thing. It's, you have to put a big chunk of money down. So with the 50% equity in an exchange, you would be putting 25% down. You could buy a house for $200,000 or a condo or whatever other kind of real estate you're buying. But if you don't use the exchange, right, you pay, you, you sell your property, you pay your capital gains, now you have $34,250,000 left, right? And you put your 25% down, now you can only buy a house worth $137,000. So it's a huge difference when you look at, look at how that grows. So that's, uh, that's the real power and leverage of that, of that uh, tax code. That's great. The 10, 1031 exchange for those who are just tuning in, that's what we're talking about and that's what that's called. Yep. So if you have any questions, you can give us a call at 845-651-1110. Hey, Kim, let's just say I, uh, I sold and maybe it was like a multifamily house and I've owned it for generations. And um, all of a sudden, I now have like $200,000 in, uh, in capital gains. Can I buy more than one property? Yes. You can split that, right? You can. 
So let's just say I had um, had this newfound wealth and I want to buy four or five or six. Um, you don't have to, I mean, and you can work on that with a mortgage as well. So you put your 25% down in equity, you mortgage the rest, you know, think about how you can really use that to grow. Um, and that is the trick that real estate investors use all the time. And that's, that's really interesting to find out yeah. more about. And you can do that by calling Christine. 845-551-1564 or Kim. 845-258-7290. So I blew through that information pretty quick. You did. <laughs> um, so, but, but the interesting thing is, too, is that, um, you know, and we can find out more information about this if we don't have the answer, but I just received a text from somebody that asks, how do you set up your first purchase? Well, again... Um, when you're set, my understanding, and this is why you kind of want to consult some, some, some people, but my understanding is as you're getting ready to sell, you're working with that intermediary, you identify the properties, there, there's paperwork to fill out, and that's what that intermediary does. And that's why they have companies that, that really focus on that. And there are, you know, consult your lawyer. Exactly. Consult your accountant. Um, and those guys will really be able to give you the specifics that you need to make sure that um, it's handled in the right way and that you don't incur tax consequences you aren't intending to. Right. Do you have anybody that you know that does this? Any family members or anybody that um, you've worked with that have benefited from this? No, but we're getting ready to try it. Are you? Not me personally, but my mom is. Oh, very good. Yeah. She has um, a property that her and my dad bought in the 80s down in Florida. Uh-huh. And... It's too far away for her now to feel like she has, you know, knows what's going on with it. You know, they used to go down there a lot and keep an eye on the property. And, you know, as they're getting older, they just feel like they're a little detached from from that investment. So she wants to sell it and then maybe look at investing in some condos up here. So oh, I nice. myself will be getting ready to dive into helping her figure it all out. So oh, that would be nice. I'm, uh, I'm excited about that because anything real estate, you know, I love it. I know you do. You are the best. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, all right, just a reminder, text us with your questions, 845-397-7743. Or offline, if you have other questions, you can give me a call. Christine Koenig at Better Homes and Gardens, 845-551-1564. I feel like we throw out a lot of phone numbers sometimes. uh, We do. And sometimes I know if people are listening when they're driving, it's hard to take them down. So just remember that it's Better Homes and Gardens, Rand Realty, right in the village of Warwick. And um, websites, kimstarks.randrealty.com or christinekoenig.randrealty.com. It's so convenient. It's easy to remember those. It is. It's very easy to remember. So <laughs> I just, I can't believe this beautiful day. I know. It's, uh, it's great. I'm, uh, I'm thinking that maybe I'll go for a hike this afternoon. Oh, that would be very My nice. My afternoon appointment canceled. So oh, I nice. have a whole of time. All of a sudden I'm like, oh, look, I can do something. And before the kids go back to school. When does school start, by the way? I'm so out of the loop. Well, in Warwick specifically, it starts on Wednesday of next week. Okay. So the kids uh, will be doing some shopping this week, getting all the school supplies. I remember those days. I know. I know. The kids are excited to see who's in their class, less excited for the schoolwork. Yeah. Well, I remember those days. Believe me. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's sometimes nice to get back into a routine, mm-hmm. kind of, right? Well, as parents, I think uh, there's like the happy dance. I generally host a um, 
mom's brunch mm-hmm. the morning of the first day of school. Yep, we used to do that too. I just it's the happy dance. <laughs> and it's funny that, you know, you always know when school has started back in session because you find as you walk through the village there's a lot of moms that are just out having coffee and strolling around and dad's dad's too by the way oh dad's too okay Mm -hmm. i guess it's maybe the dads that work from home or the stay-at-home dads we have those here too we do you're right i don't want don't want anyone to feel left out that's true (laughs) all right so we are getting ready to uh, take a break and when we come back we are going to talk about the local market update what has sold this week in the different communities around town it's super interesting so stay tuned to the real real estate show we'll be back This is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. Hi, I'm Carol Rogers. We are excited to announce our partnership with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty and to introduce you to the Carol Rogers Real Estate Team. Susan and I listen and strive to make your experience stress-free. And I'm Susan Schneider. Between Carol and myself, we have sold over 200 homes at Warwick Grove alone. And now we also cover the greater Hudson Valley. Visit us at carolrogerssells.com for a complimentary market analysis and we will answer all of your real estate questions. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. This is Clark Howard. You're reading an ad, not a news story. Be careful that you don't get kind into spending money with someone who's just taking advantage of you with propaganda. Clark Howard, weekdays from 1 till 3. Hi, this is Professor Richard Hull, host of the Warwick Historical Society's weekly show, History Alive. Tune in every Monday at 11.05 to learn how history is your past, present, and future. WTBQ Radio, worth listening to. I'm gonna make this place your home. And welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig. And I am Kim Starks, and we are with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty in Warwick, New York. All right. So, Kim, I love that we have been incorporating this kind of new local snapshot each week about what's going on in the different uh, areas around our listening area. I know. I think it's great, too. Everybody is always asking how is the market? I know, and sometimes we talk in generalities or we talk about long periods of time. Um, so I think that we've decided to kind of make that more bite size, right? And, right? and talk about specifically what's going on this week to give everyone a sense of how quickly real estate moves. Um, and I think we decided to do it by school district because um, I, I feel like a lot of our buyers buy by school district. I agree. I do agree. And for those who are just tuning in, this is the real real estate show. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we talk about real estate. Yes. So, <laughs> it's right there in the title. There we go. All right. So let's uh, let's start. Let's talk about, uh, we'll start in the Goshen School District. Okay. So this week. 
And this is for the week. Right. Just the last the past seven days, Monday to Monday. All right. So in Goshen, we had three new listings. We had five homes under contract and two homes close. So, um, you know, I, I think we talked about this last week. In your mind, you think, you know, Goshen's a school district is huge, right? It, is, it feels yes. like it's, it's vast. And then you look sometimes at these numbers and you're like, that's it? Right. I know I feel that way. I, I do too. I'm surprised. <laughs> so, um, you know, and it's cyclical and all that stuff. But, um, you know, and then you look at Florida. It's a small school district, right? Mm-hmm. And this week they had two new listings, two homes go under contract and four that closed. Okay. So, you know, it's it not always by size. It could just be, um, you know, these are like kind of blips um, where you have a, a, a big day. Sometimes there's a new development that came on or, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, it'll, you know, numbers will skyrocket in one in one town you, and you'll be like, what happened there? And then you dig in a little bit and you see, oh, look, they, there's a new development going in. Someone listed 13 homes this week in one area. Yes, right. Exactly. So, all right. Minisync this week had four new homes listed, four homes go under contract and four homes sold. It was like a net neutral um, inventory week for them. That's that's awesome. Minisink is a pretty big school district as well. It is, and it has the. I mean, there's just it's the a, expanse of land um, and areas that feed into that school district is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have Monroe Woodbury. Now, Monroe Woodbury is a, also. Um, I think they're the largest, uh, maybe Middletown, but the Middletown and Monroe Woodbury they have very like big school districts as well um, in terms of population um, size for those. Right, and covering larger areas. So Monroe-Woodbury area had 18 new listings. Nice. Um, 16 went under contract and 17 sold. So again, kind of very net neutral in terms of the inventory count. Um, Also, just as a note, like a little asterisk on this, I have homes and condos combined in this. So it's not just homes. It's homes, condos, anywhere where someone is going to be living. I thought that that was a a more fair way to to look at these. Good to know. Um, Although I did kind of go in. So Woodbury... Uh, Monroe area. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's a large number of condos in that. No, no, there's not two. Mm-hmm. Everything else was uh, home sales. All right, Warwick. We had six homes go on the market. We had 13 homes go under contract this week, and nine that closed. So our inventory is actually shrinking this week. It is. Yeah. Um, so uh, once again, that's it, a like as for communities, it's a great way to say, oh, you know what? Huh? Maybe now's the time to list. It is. It is. Inventory is low. You won't have the competition. Right. You'll sell quicker that way. That's right. Um, all right. Greenwood Lake. We had uh, two new homes go on the market. Three went under contract and two closed. Okay. Um, and last week, I believe that those numbers were like twice that for Greenwood Lake. I was just going to ask. I think I remember listening and, and being a little surprised at how active Greenwood Lake was. Right. So, you know, again, it, it is, you know, it, it's, it's a small it's, snapshot. It, it varies. But, it is. Um, it is. And it's amazing to see how week to week things can change. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have Middletown. 15 new homes went on the market. 11 went under contract and nine closed. Okay. Um, we have Chester this week. Now, Chester was pretty active last week. It was like four, five, six. That's I right. Think. Mm-hmm. And this week, you have two new listings, two homes that went under contract and one that sold. Okay. And then we have Washingtonville which was a super active week. 17 new listings in Washingtonville. Wow. Eight went under contract and 11 closed. Wow. That was very- They had a busy, very busy busy week. week. Um, And then lastly, because, you know, Vernon is in our listening area and I want to make sure that we address um, them as well. Um, Vernon, this is the first week to the the list. Um, Vernon had 19 new homes listed this week. 
18 went under contract and seven closed. And again, because Vernon has a great gorge Mm -hmm. and um, I was like, oh, I wonder if a lot of those are condos. And again, only two of the listings were condos. Everything else is homes. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, you know, again, just a quick little wrap up of what's going on in the, the, the school districts and neighborhoods around the listening area. And you cover Vernon as well because you're also licensed in New Jersey. I am licensed in New Jersey. So if you are looking for um, a property in New Jersey or thinking of selling your home in Vernon, um, you should give me a call. And your number? 845-551-1564. All right. Well, that's all very interesting. And as Christine had mentioned, it is cyclical. And we do find that during right now, actually, I think over the last week or two, I feel like things have sort of gotten a little slower as far as activity has gone, only because I know that parents are getting their kids ready for school, going back to college, finishing up on their summer vacations, and they're not quite thinking about... Right, Labor Day weekend yeah, and all and, that stuff. Right, do you find the same thing? I do find that a lot. However, what I love most is as soon as everyone gets back in school, by that second week in September, we really start to pick up. We really do. We do. So... For, for sellers, it's important to keep that in mind. I know. I don't think that everyone um, who's thinking of selling realizes we have a strong secondary market here um, starting really that, that second week in September. Right. And it, I mean, pushes right through almost till Christmas. It does. I actually had somebody call me yesterday and they were, they, you know, they want to meet with me. They're thinking about selling their home. They're, you know, empty nesters, going to be downsizing. And she asked me, she said, did we miss the the market did we miss it because we didn't have it on in the spring and should we wait till spring and I said absolutely not yeah you know this is uh you know you even if you are catering to people who are who have kids and and are moving into the district it's okay right well not only that this year um as I think everyone who's been listening to the show knows we had pretty tight inventory we had more buyers and there were homes to sell um things got very competitive and those buyers who did not find their place this spring are still looking. They are still looking. So we have we have a rollover buyer that we don't always, you know, at least in recent years, haven't had where they didn't find their home in the spring, but it's still where they want to be. Right. Um, and they're they're sitting there at their computer looking every day. Did something new come on? Did exactly. something new come on? Did something- exactly. So we really do have that. Um, strong secondary market this year. I'm I'm looking forward to it, and uh, yeah. you know. I, I love showing houses in the fall. It's, uh, I do, too. I, I mean, I've worked all through winter last year. I, re- I think I had a closing on Christmas Eve. Shut up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, really. I mean, it was, you know, and you always carry your winter boots in the car and trudging through snow and ice. And I'm, I'm not even ready to talk about it. It's still summer. It is still summer. Did you hear that, Rachel? It's still summer. No snow. <laughs> but I did see my first little leaf starting to turn, I turn a light shade of yellow, and it I, I shed a tear when I see that. I know. I'm, I not, know. I'm not ready. Don't, I'm not either. No, Summer, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of upcoming um, season changes and the fall, um, we do like to talk a little bit about some upcoming events that are happening in and around the area. And um, to be specific, I pulled a few from the Orange County Tourism site. So if anybody wants to check any of these out or get more information on events that are going on, you can check out Orange Tourism 
dot, dot I think, dot org. I love, by the way, I, I love that website. It's a great website. It's uh, very easy to use. It's a wealth of information of all of the areas in Orange County. Yeah, and you can filter by like the different sorts of activities. Are you looking for a special event? Are you looking for something hosted by a club that's ongoing? Right. Um, and and I will say that when when I first moved up here like eight or nine years ago, I would always be looking and there was no resource to find what, what was is going, going on? on? And the, I knew there were things going on everywhere. And I'm just like, why can't, why isn't there one place? Well, folks. Now there is. There is. And it's, and it's really, um, the information is uh, detailed. It and is. there are a lot of links to the sites, like the websites that support those actual events or organizations. And so go check it out. And that was orangecountytourism.org. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. All right. What did you find, Kim? So, well, a, a continuation of the uh, Warwick Historical Society is still running their self-guided tours um, every Wednesday from 10 to 2 and the second and fourth Sunday from noon to 2. You can start at the Buckby Center, right in the heart of the village, to pick up your brochures and your maps. And for those that don't know, that's the old library. The old library. Yep, that's right. Thank you. Um, and you can uh, get some paperwork and some brochures and, and take your self-guided tour, which is very interesting, something I still need to take advantage of. And for more information on that, you can go to the Historical Society website, which is whsny.org. And then um, the Village Green in Goshen is actually having, I believe it's their last um, concert on the green there. And um, it's going to be this Wednesday, the 30th of August, starting at 630. And it is going to be Hillbilly Parade. That sounds That's, fun. It does sound fun. And actually... Um, in light of the recent uh, unfortunate fire that they had there um, at the historic at the, racetrack, at the, right? at the racetrack, they are going to be um, recognizing and acknowledging that this um, and you know all of the volunteers and all of the people that came out to help um, to yeah. control that. Um, that, yeah, that I, I understand that horses were running like you know had got, down gotten out street. and running down I the street. And, I mean, what what a uh, Unfortunate, very yeah, unfortunate. Unfortunate set of set of events, yep. I guess. And you know, I don't think anyone really knows what happened there yet. No, but um, you know, it certainly is, certainly was a fire, at, and I think it was mostly at the stables. Yes, I believe so. So, so anyway, I'm that I'm that sure music event is going to be probably very special, yeah. and it's their last one. And I'm sure that fundraising will, will oh begin. definitely. So definitely. we'll keep our ears open to to make sure we share with the listeners what we can do to help support and rebuild that really great treasure we have yep, right here. Exactly. Okay, so I think that we are wrapping up. And sorry we didn't get to all our events, but again, orangetourism.org for more information. Right. It's the Real Real Estate Show. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.